Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, The fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you'd do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to day 12 of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. We really got to get over that fear of being seen. We have to get over the fear of trying. And what helps me is remembering that the only people who typically feel comfortable criticizing others for trying are either envious of your fearlessness or they're washed up from their time in the spotlight, and they have nothing against you but everything against themselves for not being you in that moment. Excuse my language, but fuck anyone who critiques you if you didn't ask. Every professional in the history of professions has failed. And then they began again, and then they failed again, and then they began again. It is between our failures where we define and find our own versions of success. Give yourself a chance to fail freely, and eventually you're going to redefine the term itself. Because you can't call something a failure if it was practice. It won't be a failure until you quit. So until you give up, everything else is just practice. Also, there is so much 
underestimated and underutilized power in a beginner's mind. Truly being able to start anything with fresh eyes and hopeful excitement can remind us of why we began in the first place. If we can get back into a frame of mind where approaching things without second-guessing ourselves the entire time because we're learning, we will naturally get better after the first go-round. Plus, you'll get that bigger dopamine hit from trying and not being in your head worrying about what it looked like to do so. And I find a big thing that puts me in my head is my fear of being seen and criticized. And I feel like that's naturally a pretty common fear, but... I also realize as I get older that you're going to get criticized if you do anything publicly. But truth be told, you'll be criticized if you don't do anything publicly too. So in my opinion, it feels better to be critiqued when you earned it. That way, you can weed out any of those critics who you really don't care about impressing. So you can focus your efforts into the coaches and the teammates that you want along the way to help you improve your game, whatever your game may be. Who knows, maybe they'll become a lifelong fan, like we talked about in episode two? Maybe two. Point is, shit talkers are gonna talk shit. That's what they do. Whether we do things, whether we don't do things, whether we grow and show up, or whether we stay the same, it doesn't really matter as long as we're doing what fulfills us at any given moment. When we make an effort to show up as 100% of ourselves, even if some days that feels like 10%, and we actually let that be enough, it nullifies all of those voices that were spreading bullshit in the first place, and it makes it so we don't miss out on valuable, life-changing opportunities that could make us feel more alive or more free or more joyful just because we're afraid of looking stupid in front of someone who was going to say that regardless. As many famous philanthropists, poets, and philosophers have once said, haters gonna hate, and it's kind of our job to let them. And I'll leave you with this Brene Brown quote. She says, my new mantra is, if you're not in the arena getting your ass kicked on occasion, then I'm not interested in your feedback. You don't get to sit in the cheap seats and criticize my appearance or my work with mean-spiritedness if you're not also in the arena. And if you don't already know, Brene Brown has done some really incredible work with the science and the psychology behind our vulnerability and overall well-being. And she has so many wonderful interviews that you should absolutely watch if you haven't. But her book, Daring Greatly, she credits to a Theodore Roosevelt quote that answers the question, what about the critics? And the response was, it's not the critic who counts. It's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. So to me, it comes back to recentering yourself and your narrative and your story. And if during the production there are too many critics on set, maybe it's time we create some boundaries, like time limits, or at the very least, invest in a little security team. One thing about me is I love stretching a metaphor to its brink. And if you don't like it and you want to critique me, I actually do give a shit because you're in the arena with me. But full disclosure, that's only because I have spent years practicing how to take critiques without feeling personally attacked. And fuller disclosure, there are some days I can't handle those critiques. This is why if you send me an email, it may be three business days before I respond. But that's a practice I think we should all do. And that's an episode for a different day. Either way, I love you so much. 
Don't let the fear of criticism hold you back from shit. Because in reality, unless someone is trying to give you a method to do something better, or someone is giving you an actual note because you were literally harming someone and you didn't realize it, there's really no reason we should care that someone didn't resonate with our art. If that's the fear, that's okay. That's what art is. If you like it, nothing else matters. And truth be told, if you like it even a little and it didn't harm anybody to make it, I fucking love it. Truly, if you need a supportive friend, I'm your girl. I'll hype you up till the end of time, my friend. So go get started. Don't be so afraid to put yourself out there. If I have learned anything from being an artist in art communities and actually having some success with it, most of us are stuck with an internal critic that we can't turn off, even if we want to. So that's why it's so powerful to practice turning off the people who don't actually matter. By learning how to center the story you want to tell rather than the critic's stories, you might actually be able to silence your internal one eventually too. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.